0: Welcome everybody to the Paranormal Roundtable. Paranormal Roundtable is three words: Paranormal Roundtable. And I am Josh Turner, your host, and my, with me as always is my co-host Sal. Glad Sal. to be here, old, guys.
1: Old, old Sal. That's it. That's it. Old
0: Sal, nineteen ninety nine. That's it. Partying yeah. like thing. Yeah, I,
1: he- I heard you know through the grapevine that some people are thinking there's something to this whole ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine thing. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it's actually kind of a little bit derivative off that old radio show from from, or actually wasn't a radio show; it was a TV show back in the eight, uh, late seventies, early eighties, around there. Was called Radio Nineteen Ninety, and that's where it show a lot of the um, you know newest. Oh, I, acts, for, I forgot you were stuff. so much
0: older than me. I don't even remember <laughs> that, dude. That's yeah,
1: really... well, that was that was before MTV got really big. This was one of those type of shows, kind of. I guess you could say it was it would be something along the same lines as American Bandstand. Now-
0: People need to know why you're explaining this, because we got people asking you yeah. why you put 1999 on there, and I just simply told people, he's satanic. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, and Oh, yeah, yeah. And then oh, they I, asked me why I had 88 on yeah. there, and I'm like, oh, I should watch your premises. No, but that's not the case, <laughs> not folks. Yet. It was just 1999.
1: And, and a lot of it has the, the Prince reference, you know, party like it's 1999, you know? Yeah, that, So I, and, too, and let me know?
0: explain why. I, the 8-8 eight, eight is because 8 plus 8 equals 16, and 1 plus 6 equals 7. 7 is my life path. Yeah. That's the whole point of that. So everybody yeah. just can calm to, the heck down. Not to
1: mention, when you think of you know the eight, the way it's shaped, it's the infinite. It's, it's infinite. It's infinity. It's always coming back to to, to the beginning. You know, so it's,
0: and that and that is very uh, eastern,
1: eastern philosophy. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that will lead us into who we got on the show today because uh-huh. he's actually, he, he works out of Japan. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, let me get the email real quick. It's doswolfman 88 at gmail.com, doswolfman 88 at gmail.com. And
1: our alternate email is wolfandsal at gmail.com. Send us your stories, folks. We want to hear it.
0: Yeah, anything that's going on in your life that's weird and strange, yeah. and we are, we have gotten a bunch of them, and yeah, I, I really yeah. appreciate it. Keep them coming because yeah, we really... we're
1: trying to get to everybody as fast as we can. There's only two of us, and you know, going through these emails. So, hey, folks, but keep them coming. We'll, we will get to you. Yeah, we'll...
0: we we did have Tony contact a couple people, and they were yeah. like, "Who is this weird sounding dude?" <laughs> and so we're like, "Tony, stop creeping people out. So we, we 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 won't let him call any more people."
1: Oh no! Well, you know, you, you got... <laughs>
0: Tony's looking at us like y'all are crazy. Tony's our production guy, and yeah. Tony, don't don't hurt me, Tony. Yeah. Don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, so speaking of hurt, we we got a guy uh, directly out of the House of Pain. His name is uh, Lance Hoyt. They call him the American Psycho, and he went by uh, Lance Archer, Vance Archer. And he's with. J- uh, do you want do you want to introduce yourself, uh, Lance? for sure
2: man i appreciate you guys having me on yeah uh the american psycho lance archer from new japan pro wrestling coming at you live yeah
0: and awesome and you actually you were with uh what was the uh the 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 wwe you were with and you were with tna you were in tna wrestling yeah Mm -hmm. and see so the story is me and lance know each other from downtown he's he's a he's a local local guy from texas uh went to Hearn high school right. and and so we met downtown way back in the in the late 90s back in the day back in the day which, which was a tuesday <laughs> by the way and so lance was was down and the there at factory what the heck? I think it was i think we were like cuz i think we were supposed to be passing out flyers or something but we were doing shots or something <laughs> yeah tuesdays was always dacre factory <laughs> dacre factory that's right that's right and then it was like thursday was amazon and then you worked at a club that I had some bad history with. You worked at the at Abratos, <laughs> dude. And now oh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't allowed in that club because I beat up half of the staff one day and it was it was long <laughs> before you was. started working on it. No, you weren't there yeah. yet. You were a good guy. I didn't have a problem with you. But uh, there were some guys in there. There were some pretty serious pretty... knuckleheads. Yeah, I went in there because my buddy Willie, uh, Taz, as they call yeah. him, was breakdancing. And and he won a contest. And then these oh. guys didn't want to pay. And so we uh-huh. got into a fight. And then one thing led to another. And then I was out in the street fighting. But Lance, you can attest that, that I used to fight a lot downtown. Well, once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> yeah. But so Lance, was, Lance was a very, I'll tell you this. and And I mean this, you know. Very handsome man, and the girl, the ladies loved him. Like oh. he was a lady, like. And Lance was just like the cool guy, you know. He didn't really, he didn't. <laughs> nobody met, you know. He didn't mess with people, people and mess with him. But if he had to throw somebody out, he could do it. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it should uh, work. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I just remember you also were a quarterback at Texas State. At that one you time,
2: know, too. I, I threw a ton of passes on the sideline for her once <laughs> a win. <week. Yep. laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> hey, you, you know what, though? You were there. That's all that matters. And look, you made it. I mean, you made it. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> you you did something with yourself. You body slammed a lot of people, dude. My <laughs> nephew knew who you were. Like I had a card of you. Like you had these cards. Like from yeah, WWE. the wrestling yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah. And and Anthony was like, "Who is this guy?" And I told my I told my nephew Lance. I was like, "I know this guy." And he yeah. goes, "Okay." He looks at me like I'm lying. I said, "You want to make a bet?" So I hit you up, and we we corresponded. And he was like, "Whoa, you really didn't know that guy?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I know him." And uh, you're very very nice guy. A uh, very Texas gentleman. You know got a beautiful family and another thing i'll say is that lance is is my age and Mm -hmm. and we're we're young we're still in our early 40s we're young men and but lance doesn't have any gray hair and he's got a full head of hair a long full head of hair
2: it's flowing locks, baby
0: yeah absolutely and i'm going like me and lance were talking before the show and i was like "I, i i'm fortunate i don't have gray hair i'm i'm you know i have very little gray hair and i got a full head of hair too And you know what? We came to the conclusion, what did we decide, Lance, that that is the secret?
2: Uh, It's taking care of yourself, staying in the gym, working out, exercising, lifting weights, eating right, just doing all those things that, you know – a lot of people just don't want to do and I think if you if you actually stay with those things it can help it can help in longevity it can help in youth and 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 just vitality and all that
0: stuff am I saying the correct word
2: there yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. the vitality all that good stuff vitality
0: yeah. Vi- vi- yeah. Vi- vitality vitality however you want to or say it. virility, virility. A times too. Yeah, yeah because Lance you you have uh you're awesome in awesome shape and like I was telling you I had to get myself back together because I let myself go you know and and so I had to lose a bunch of weight but uh yeah I'm still I'm still on the uh, on the on the road to recovery but lifting weights is what's kept my my blood sugar has been I'm not I'm not even diabetic now I mean I was like pre-diabetic and now I check my blood sugar and it's like 100 100 100 it's always There you go you know, man Yeah and I and I saw that, that was a big deal they were worried that my blood sugar was going to be you know but anyways, we're not here to talk about blood sugar. We're here to talk about you, and you have okay. had some paranormal experiences. And now we corresponded back and forth, and it is an honor for me to have you on on my show. You know, because okay, thank like you. I appreciate you having me on. We're friends for a long time, and so I just wanted to get you on because you had what everybody likes to hear about, <laughs> what we call in this business the dog man. Okay. Now okay. Here, here's the thing: I'm gonna explain to you that that dog man is a term that came from Michigan. Because it's a creature that people have been seeing up there for a long time. But here in Texas we've been seeing it for a long time too. But here in Texas we just call it the wolf man or werewolf yeah. or hombre right. lobo. Yeah, that's you know? the that's
1: what the the average people, you know, and, hey, you're a Texas boy, Lance, so I mean you know you know that rural Texas is out greatly outnumbers for lack of better words, you know, the whole right. city suburban life. Right. Texas the for the majority part is rural. Rural. That's right, and, and and we we're we're the kind of guys that are willing to bet a month's paycheck that there are at least, you know, there's there's at least ten to fifty thousand people that have had a sighting. They really didn't know what it was, and in, and the ones out of that that did get a. a a good look at it would say what you know what what you and Wolf say it's it's a, it was a werewolf. It yeah, looked, I'm it not gonna
0: bet a month's paycheck now, Lance. That would be a <laughs> I was lot of say, money. I'll give you my <laughs> <Yeah. get> <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but Lance's my... <laughs> paycheck would be huge because well, compared I'll, to mine,
1: I'll, I'll I'll bet a month's paycheck. Okay, That means I'm gonna give you five dollars. <laughs> <I'm gonna
0: laughs> so you retired five. military though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a retired military check or like is uh, it, it, yeah. It,
1: there ain't no, hey. The politicians are the ones that make well, money. Yeah, we don't. the Well, yeah, that's absolutely Yeah, you know. But, but uh, like I said, but at the end of the day, it equals up for me about, how, you know, I'm being, I'm trying to be a little sarcastic, but it, it's not a whole lot. <laughs> it's not a
0: lot. <laughs> no. That's why you'll bet that, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I, said, bet, I bet your Lance is like, I'm not betting that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm not doing that. Well, it depends on what much you catch
2: me on. It could be really good or it
0: could be nothing. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like my business. My business, I have a security <laughs> business and now I just started a demolition business and Sometimes it's feast, sometimes it's famine. You yeah, know. Yeah. Hey, you know what's funny, Lance? When I when I was a kid, there were <laughs> there were there were some friends of ours, uh, that, and, and I'm not gonna say their names because I want them, but they, they, it was weird because like the, 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 their dad was the same way. He was like a contractor, yeah. And I remember that the the first time I ever ate escargot mm-hmm. was with, at their house, and then like the next week they're eating like bologna sandwiches, <laughs> right? And so it's like. <laughs> God, they get paid and they eat like this really like a king yeah you know? it's like it's like caviar and then the next week you're like well we're eating fried bologna <laughs>
2: well that's why they were eating fried bologna cuz they <laughs> spend it all the caviar on
1: caviar <laughs> yeah. that's right awesome man so you know but you know all these weird you know going back to what we were talking about the, the just the weird stuff in Texas if if you know folks that are listening if you get out there and just start looking around and start doing a little search. Heck, we got the internet. I mean, it's a double-edged sword. You can come across a lot of BS. But at the same time, you know, if you do some serious research, you'll come across some really interesting stuff out there. And mm-hmm. if you, you know, research the 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 weirdness that goes on around Texas, well, you know, there's a ton of it. There's a lot yeah, of, absolute,
0: of it. absolutely. And we're going to talk about that. Lance, I wanted to get you comfortable. Let's see. Um, You, you have a, a couple different things to talk about, and do you want to talk about the – the uh, wolf encounter, werewolf encounter, or what? What do you want to call it? I don't know what you would call it. I mean,
2: well, I, I call it my holy shmat encounter, but you know, um,
0: <laughs> the holy
1: <I>, snaky encounter. <laughs>
2: my holy schnike encounter for sure. Um, it doesn't matter, man. Whatever you guys want to get into, we'll get into it, and uh, I'll just tell my little bit of story. And-
0: okay, um, you, 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 you know, you did say that you had. Uh, some ghost stories, too, from Japan, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, well, it's not mine specifically because uh, I've never experienced it, but I, I've definitely heard some interesting ones that have come out of the old dojo.
0: Oh, wow. that, sound, that sounds good.
1: I, I've always been interested about the paranormal stuff that goes on in Japan because I'm not too familiar with it. I'm, I'm still trying to brush up on lore, legends, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I've heard, well, I've Oni, heard that yeah,
0: the Kappas and the Oni. That's yeah, let, let, let's let's uh, let's start off with your you had two UFO encounters and then you okay. had a an a werewolf that you what you saw. Okay. Um let's start off with uh let's start off with the werewolf. Let's do, just tell yeah. it what tell it what happened.
2: Cool, man. You know, uh, the, the crazy thing about pro wrestling is that you're always on the go. You're always traveling. You're always moving and grooving. So you, they're bound to see something, run into something, whatever the case may be. And uh, it was here in Texas, and, you know, uh, Highway 35, when you're driving from the Austin-San Antonio area and you start to go, get towards Dallas right past Hillsboro, <clears throat> there's a split. It goes, you know, 35E or it goes 35W. And I go 35W towards the Fort Worth way. And on that road, um, there are stretches where, like you were talking about, it's rural Texas, and there's there's no lights. There's If there's not a business around and there's not another vehicle coming at you or behind you or around you or whatever the case may be, you can be in areas where it's just pitch black. If there's no full moon out or if there's no stars or if it's cloudy or anything like that, you can find yourself at pitch black moments. And there were four of us driving back from, I want to say, from a San Antonio show and uh the two guys in the back seat were dead asleep. um me and my friend Bobby Lambert, we were just in the front seat, just talking and you know keeping each other away Cause you know we drove literally from Dallas to San Antonio, wrestled at the show, and were driving back and It was probably about two o'clock in the morning um and literally, you know, we're just driving and we're talking. And um, again, no no businesses, no houses, no nothing anywhere near the area where we were at. So there was no lights anywhere. There was nothing coming at us. There was nothing behind us. Um, and just in a split second, um, I'm driving a Chrysler SUV and something, we almost hit something. And it was the back of this animal, this creature was as tall as the hood of my truck. It was one of those things where... I saw it. It was as tall as the hood of my truck. It had probably four to six inch easy, just straight, wiry black hair. It had a long, bushy tail and it had tucked it under because, like I said, we almost hit it. It was that close. And it was one of those things, like even to this day, you know, uh, I still get willies about it and hair stands up on my head, stuff like that. And me and my friend, we, again, we were in middle of a conversation, both of us just dead stop. And for about two or three minutes, didn't say a word. And then finally, I was just kind of like, all right, um, I saw something. Did you see something? And he just kind of was like, I didn't want to say anything, <laughs> but yes. And I was like, what the F was that? And he goes, I have no idea. And this is, hes he lived in the country of Mississippi. He's got so many stories of snapping turtles and jumping in the riverbeds and right on the snakes and just every animal story you could ever think of and he'd never even experienced something like this so it was one of those crazy moments where like I said it, we we could not have gotten closer to hitting it um, and as big as it was and the image that just came into my mind immediately was that was a werewolf we almost hit a werewolf like I said it wasn't the classic standing on two feet snarling you know half man half wolf creature but it was just like some of the stories where you see, you know, a man turns into wolf and then this creature, like I said, I don't know of anything that is in Texas that looks like that. Um, uh, you know, I've seen coyotes and I've seen other kinds of animals like that. Nothing is as tall uh, as the hood of an SUV and nothing has hair like what I saw on this thing. And it was just one of those experiences. Like I said, it happened in a split second. I have a witness with me, my friend, who we both saw it. We both acknowledged it. We both talked about it. And it was one of the freakiest moments of my life. Wow,
1: that, that, you know, oh, I just, my brain's going 100 miles an hour, Lance, so let me get started with the first question I want to ask you it. on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I met a guy uh, mm-hmm. a few years ago that he had done a podcast on, on another channel. The guy's name is Brenton Sawin, and, you know, he's, his show is about the paranormal, investigating stuff like that from a biblical perspective, right? And okay. that's that's okay. his thing. Long story short, this guy's name was Jacob. lived around the oh. uh, Waco area mm-hmm. at the time, and one morning, him and his boss and two of his brothers were driving early in the morning. You know,
0: going to Dallas. Going they? to Dallas. Yeah, yeah from except from, they yeah. yeah
1: from from the Waco area. From the
0: Waco area. Yeah,
1: okay. they were in construction.
0: Same direction. As
1: yeah, possible. yeah. Except they took the thirty five east. Okay. Right there at that split that you were talked that you mentioned earlier, and. They went up the road a little bit, pretty close to, uh, they were getting close to the first little community out there. That's what I gathered. It's after I, you know, listened to his episode a few times. And uh, as they were coming up, they saw a big carcass on the side of the road and they thought it was a cow. It was that big from a distance. They thought, oh, wow, look at that. Looks like a cow. Somebody hit it and let's slow down and take a look at it. Well, lo and behold, you know, this is around between five and six in the morning, right? And, as they slowed down to look at that, they um looked over, and as they approached this thing, it had a big bushy tail. it was laying on the road, and Lord and behold, what they you know they said it looked like a werewolf that had been hit by a semi or something, but yeah, they said it was dead it was it was to them, from what that that gentleman Jacob told me, he said there was still blood oozing out of the mouth, so he said it had to have been pretty recent, you know, and needless to say, they slowed down, I mean, slowed down to like less than half a mile, you know, barely cruising past it, and then his boss messed, you know, was messing with him, so he rolled the
0: window down because they were all freaking out in there. And... Didn't they stop? I thought they stopped. No,
1: no, they slowed down to a crawl just okay. to go by it. And... Because you
0: talked to him yeah, after, after he was on Brenton's show. Yeah,
1: yeah, I met yeah. the guy.
0: I, I saw that Brenton interview. That was crazy. Yeah, it I was remember crazy. Brenton interviewing him,
1: and, and... it was funny because he said one of his brothers says, "Hey, uh, hey, let's already, let's pick it up and throw it in the, back, it in of the, the back of the truck. Take yeah. it to a
0: museum or a zoo. Oh my god, and and."
1: You know when I yeah then it wakes up, (laughs) yeah. So but when I spoke to him, (laughs) of of course, to finish that story off, he goes, they you know they roll the window down and he and Jacob said he freaked out. No, dude, roll it back up. You know. (laughs) Long story short, you know one of his brothers says let's throw it in the back, and you know, and then they kept they said if they it's there this evening when we come back we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what we gotta do to pick it up and take it with us right. But at the end of the day, you know they, they came back through and there was nothing there. They stopped at the spot There was nothing there. It looked like it had been sanitized. And wow. The thing with it was is that um he started experiencing some weird activity around his house, you know later on that that and he, he he told all that in in that episode, but the thing that 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 got me is 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 you know he said this thing easily, laid out the way it was, he goes from rump from not the tail, the rump to the tip of the, the snout was as long as that pickup truck, and they were in a cabin and a half chevrolet, a nineties model, cabin and a half Chevrolet. Damn. yeah and he said he said man that was the freakiest thing you would ever seen but later on after the fact he goes it wasn't too long after that he had some activity out at his house where they lived out there in the rural areas so i forget it was one of those little rural rural towns outside of waco and they had some so they had what he's what he called an attack on the house yeah you know and, and you
0: know that, that that whole area like not, not even in you know, like like outside of waco too like yeah. like Hico. Yeah, Heiko, Heiko is, is, where, is more where, to the that, west. That's west, that, yeah. but that, there was a there was a story that I had told about that mm-hmm. in Heiko with the two the two wolf looking creatures, and one of them stood up. Yeah, they were eating a deer, and it was a fresh kill. Right, so
1: that story and everything, you know, to me, uh, I guess I better get to the question after that quick <laughs> little story. I'm sorry about that, Lance, but uh, when you saw this thing. You said you, you know, you you said you saw the hair. Did you get a look at the head? Did you get? Or, no, or, it was
2: the tail end. Like it was, it was crossing the highway, right? And we just barely missed it. Like it was, if it had been a dog, that's what you would have thought it was. But I've never seen a dog like I said, as tall as that thing was, and with the hair and the tail and everything like that. I've never seen a dog like that. And I've definitely never heard or seen any of a dog like that in Texas. So wow. that's why, to me. Like I said, that's why I call it my werewolf experience because I've never seen anything like that. And I've seen coyotes and I've seen wolves and whatnot. And I don't know of any wolves that are in this area and that look like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't wide. Like it wasn't like heavy set animal. Like it wasn't big and round. It was, it was uh, skinny for a lack of a better word. You know, it just, it was probably maybe the back end was just from what I could tell again, and we passed it so fast, right. it might've been maybe a foot and a half wide. Wow.
1: That's, that's still,
2: that, that's not know. that, you know, that's not that big. No, considering, you know, I'm it. thinking like a, a round animal of any sort of it, that size would have some girth and it didn't have that girth. Wow.
1: But that, but his, the rump of that animal was as tall as the front grill uh, uh, or the front hood of your, your, your vehicle.
2: Yes. Easy. Wow. That's, that's massive. That's why we, like I said, that's why both he and I, and like I said, my friend Bobby, who's from extremely rural Mississippi, like I said, who's seen and dealt with every kind of animal, he's been noodling, he's tracked bears, he's done all that kinds of crazy stuff in his life, he was dead silent. And like I said, it was one of those moments where he didn't know what it was, I didn't know what it was, never seen anything that looked like it, and and haven't ever since. And I've driven that road many, 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 many times.
1: Yeah, I've driven that one too. Yeah, it's it's interesting out there. It does get lonely for a good little bit.
0: <laughs> I heard you say noodling. Now, people that don't know what that is, that is ca- catching bare-handed catfish, right? Yeah, big yes. catfish, big with your, catfish with your, with your hand. bare hands. Yeah, that's yes. crazy, dude. <laughs> reaching reaching was,
2: down in a hole and sticking mm-hmm. her hand, hoping it bites your hand so that you can pull it out. <laughs> oh
0: man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and so he was stumped, and you were stumped, but. Yep. You saw it on all fours. Now there's a lot of people that theorize that these creatures spend most of their time on all fours. And like when me and you talked about my encounter, because before the show we we were we were talking, waiting on old Sal to get here. Uh, but uh, usually you're so punctual, you know. I, mean,
1: I, I, I was, I, yeah. I got my I'm my wires crossed. I was thinking, you know, tomorrow, and and it was today, and I I was just, <laughs> and I got caught up doing stuff, chores that yeah. I had to do and stuff. So you know. But I'm, di- I'm... He got here quick though. Once <laughs> yeah. I
0: told him, I was like, what are you doing? And he, I was like, he's a, we're already about to call him. Yeah. And then he you got up here. You flew over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, but uh
1: I wanted to hear the story, man. I he was like, he was like,
0: oh my gosh, you know, like <laughs> I better get over there. No, the, what what's weird though is like like the one I saw, Lance, it started off on on all fours too. And it but it when it when it stood up and ran across the road, it was on two legs. People have asked me many times over the years, like if like why did it come down the alley? and and come and stand on two legs. I think they stand on two legs to be more aggressive, intimidating, yeah. Intimidating, yeah. And right. I don't know what they are now. You don't have a lot of experience with these things, but I'll tell you what what people say they are are flesh and blood creatures that are that way all the time. <clears throat> but then then there's another camp that thinks that there's some sort of supernatural entity now. Speaking of that 35 corridor, I, I told a story about this uh, girl um, on Dogman Encounters 248, I believe it was. No, I think that was the episode, yeah. Where, where okay, I gave this girl a ride home from downtown because her, her boyfriend had left her. And she was a a, a friend of, um, she was my friend's sister. So I gave her a ride back to Waco and she was very upset. So we started talking and we started talking about ghosts and stuff because I like that subject. <laughs> and she told me about this house that was right out on the edge of town. And it was it was going north of Waco, actually, off 35, and it was back up in there. And she told me that they they were having all kinds of problems with this some sort of entity and that sometimes it would appear like a wolf-like creature. Wow. And the way it was described was, like, very tall, and, and then it would sometimes be on all fours, and they'd see it moving around the outside of the house. And so th- there's people that say that these things are actual werewolves, and some people say that they're, uh, like, shapeshifters and then other people say that they are um uh dog like they're they're like the dog man like they're that way all the time yeah they're flesh and blood entities that are yeah. just that
1: way a weird creature like bigfoot that just hasn't been discovered or mm-hmm. uh, well let me rephrase that it's a, it's a cryptid creature that that mainstream science doesn't want to even tackle or try to talk mm-hmm. about you know
0: and you, you yeah. in your opinion lance this thing was a flesh and blood uh creature not not something ethereal like if you would hit it <clears throat> there would have been blood and there would have been hair for everything right?
2: yeah and it would have destroyed the front end of my truck
0: <laughs> and then you would have gotten out and been like let's see what it is and try to throw it in the back right i would have
2: put it in a headlock and yank that sucker over <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
0: you you're on a youtube video and like, giving it the the giving it an elbow drop to yeah, drop,
2: drop kick in the werewolf once once go. it's
0: already dead though that's, yeah yeah because i of course i can tell you i can tell you this the one i saw and i always you know tell people like like i'm a pretty big guy i'm i'm I'm, i weigh 380 pounds i'm six foot four i'm a big dude i'm very muscular but i i'm nothing compared to what i saw that thing i saw would have just tore me apart and of course i was a lot younger and smaller than then but you know there's no kidding that these things are they look just powerful creatures i mean right yeah, and and I and th- there was a story like I was saying out of Hiko. where, where Hike. Hi, well, hi, I keep saying Hico, right outside of, <laughs> of Heiko, is it's outside of Waco. You know, <laughs>
1: well actually, yeah, it's it's to the west, It's to the west, very it's a, rural, r- out very rural.
0: Way. Yeah, and this the, this couple was driving and they saw two of them, and they looked like these wolves, you know. But then they stood up and and they were chewing on a deer that was still kicking. So it was and it scared this woman to death, and her husband told me the story, but. He was like, my wife just 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 freaked out. She had she she's actually had she had to go like see a therapist because it freaked her out, dude. I mean, it was a terrifying thing. So yeah, good thing you guys didn't actually hit it. Yeah. Man. That yeah. would have been or what would even be worse is if you hit it and then you call it in and then it changes back to a, a man. <laughs> then the cops <laughs> come, and- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the cops come and they're like well, you boys just killed somebody. You know? he, so just <laughs> he just hit a naked man. He just hit a naked man. Like, my. what? It's two o'clock in the morning. So it's not our fault. <laughs> What's he doing running across the road like yeah, naked? Right. You know, like come on. Yeah. It's, so uh, that would be uh,
1: if I were if I would have been in your shoes, I would be doing the same thing you guys did. WTF? What the yeah. uh, f was that? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I could, I can could, I could only imagine driving late at night. You know what? It's weird, though, because, like, I had that one experience with what I happened, mm-hmm. and I was on foot. But then I'm driving around at night, and I'm thinking, what if I see one out here, and I'm like, I got my getaway vehicle right mm-hmm. here, you know? As long as you don't hit them. <laughs> as long as you don't hit them, you know? But then, like, when you're driving around Lake Travis, you go around these real, you got these tight real turns. tight turns. You got to go down, like, 10 miles an hour, yeah, yeah. you know? And there was one time when I was with uh Nell, with my wife, And we were going around one of those tight turns, and we're talking, talking, talking. It's when she first came, Mm -hmm. before she came and and we we got married. And we we were going around one of those tight turns, and we heard something go through the brush real fast. And it was like, (laughs) probably a deer, you know. But then she was like, huh. And I was like, I'm not speeding up because I'll end up wrecking then Whatever that is will will get us, you know. But, like, you know, I grew up out in the country, but still, I mean, like, once you see something like that, then you know those things are out there running around. It scares the crap. How about you, dude? Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. I yeah, mean, dude. Oh, my gosh. So that that's a crazy story, dude. And, man, this is awesome that you're on there telling us this. I, so, okay, so let's go let, – let's switch up gears here. Let's try to switch up gears here, yeah, and let's okay. go into the sky. What, what okay. was going on with that? Like, what's –
2: Um. Okay, so uh, I've got two different uh, experiences there. Um. One was when I was younger, and I, this I think this is probably even – before wrestling it was in my life and i was actually in Hearn, texas um and a, me and a friend of mine his name's jeff alley we were uh we had gone out to, there's a baseball field right next to the old high school there and we were just hitting balls you know i pitch to him and he hit little balls out in the outfield or whatever and we'd collect them and then we'd switch and uh it was a completely sunny day i mean maybe whisks of clouds in the sky but nothing that would hide anything you know right um and it was one of those moments where one of us had hit all the balls out in the outfield. So we're going and we're collecting all the balls. And I look up and there's a and it wasn't like a full disc. It had, you know, it had the, the rounder top and the rounder bottom. And it was kind of flat on the edges. And it was real small, but it was up there and it wasn't it wasn't a plane because i was watching it because i'd never seen anything like this in the sky before and it wasn't it wasn't a satellite it wasn't a plane because it wasn't moving it was in a stationary position and again there wasn't it wasn't a helicopter. It wasn't anything. There was no sound coming from it. Nothing of any sort. Um, uh, no clouds of any sort. So I'm watching this thing the entire time I'm walking around. And uh, another thing, the the top and the bottom were a lighter color than the center part. Like, and it wasn't lights or anything like that. But it was just the center part was uh, best description I can give is it, it looked like a hamburger in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it wasn't that shade of coloring. It was more silverish on the top and it was just kind of a darker gray in the center part again. And I'm walking out to the outfield, watch, you know, looking at this thing the entire time I'm headed towards where I think a ball is, but I'm just looking at it, trying to understand what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm watching to see if it moves. I'm watching to see if it changes direction and it's just stationary. It's not moving. It's not going anywhere. And I get to where I think the ball that I was going to get was, so I look down, I find the ball, I pick the ball up, and I look back up in the sky, and it's gone. There's nothing there. And again, there weren't any there weren't any clouds for it to be hidden behind. Uh, the very small wisps of clouds that existed, I kind of watched them to see if anything popped out from behind them. But again, they weren't thick enough or big enough to be hiding anything. So this wasn't. Again, it wasn't a plane. It wasn't a helicopter. It wasn't a satellite. It wasn't a balloon because it was completely stationary. I watched it the entire time. And this was walking from around the, the pitcher's mound to somewhere around center field. So it wasn't a short distance that I was watching this thing. I watched it for a good while walking. (laughs) And then when I got the ball, I picked up the ball and I looked back up and completely gone. Nowhere in the sky. Looked completely around, looked every direction I could possibly think to look, you know, in every direction that I could see. Um, And it was not there. It was just completely gone. And it was one of those things I asked my friend Jeff if he saw it. He was like, no, I didn't see anything. And it was just one of those weird moments. Like I was like, I just think I saw. And that was was my first experience. I was like, I just think I saw a UFO because I have no idea what it was. It's completely gone. Um, and there's nowhere it could have, you know, just drifted to that would, you know, be hiding behind, like I said, a cloud or anything like that. It was one of those crazy little moments. Like I said, it was, like I said, lighter silverish color on the top and the bottom. And then just kind of a darker gray center stripe. Almost. Like I said, the ends were kind of, uh, not completely flat, but just, uh, that wide round. Like I said, the best description Mm -hmm. is like a hamburger. Wow.
1: So Lance, Mm-hmm. Um, when you were looking at this object mm-hmm. and, you know, of course, metallic and so on and so forth.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't shining. It wasn't like, and again, this was a shiny sunny day. So it wasn't right. like gleaming off of it. Or oh, anything.
1: Okay. Okay. So when you were looking at this object, how big would you estimate? And and I understand right. looking up at objects in the sky, it's hard to determine size. You know, I, all my years in the military, you know, we trained on that stuff. And, and one of the key things when, you know, trying to judge distance and size you know one of the big things that we were always taught was that you know it's deceptive when you look at something up at the sky at a distance it's going to be super hard to get an exact size you know more you know you can do it a lot easier on the ground but right in the sky it's a lot harder so how big do you think you know what what do you think it was as far as size wise what do you think how big and that's
2: the thing like i have no idea because it looked like it was so far off that it was one of those things was either really, really big and really, really far away, mm-hmm. or it wasn't that big and it wasn't that far away. But the wisps of clouds that I could see, it was above that. Oh, wow. So it was pretty high in the sky. So determining the exact size, I-, I couldn't tell you, you know, because um, it wasn't close enough to, for, to see any kind of real detail mm-hmm. or to see any kind of size measurements and whatnot. I'm just saying the wisps of clouds that were in the sky, this thing was above that.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. And the second question with that, you know, height wise, I mean, as far as high, as far as the height of the clouds, you know, again, that's another tough one, you know, I right. guess you could, would you say about maybe 1500 feet up in the air, maybe 2000 feet up in the air or a little bit higher?
2: Um, I would say higher just because the, 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 the of clouds that were in the sky, weren't mm-hmm. like storm clouds you know storm clouds sit pretty low yes they do. these this like i said were just like if it was a completely sunny day and there were just like somebody had torn a piece of cotton and threw it in the sky okay. but you know it was one of those kind of clouds which mm-hmm. mean it was pretty damn high as far as yeah. the sky or the clouds were concerned and whatever i was looking at was above that wow
0: wow
1: that's freaky and your friend didn't didn't get a didn't get a look-see at it
2: I asked him, I was like, did you see that in the sky? And he goes, no, what? And I don't know if he just wasn't looking or if he just didn't see it or what the case was, but he didn't see it at all. Oh, wow. That's
1: any weird thing. Any weird stuff happen after having sighted this thing? Anything you no. experienced? Any weirdness?
2: No, not me. Not oh, to me anyway. Oh, wow. That's that's. But amazing. it did
0: happen to his friend. They took revenge on him for not noticing them.
2: <laughs> yes, they did. They, he's always been a weird guy, and I explained it by that back. No, Jeff's always been a cool cat. <laughs> I'm the weird one. I got into professional wrestling. Hey, hey.
0: Well, hey, you know what's a successful career though? You did it. I mean, that's all you know. That's all that yeah. matters. I mean, I wasted my my uh, time being a gangster. I could have been doing what you were doing instead. I was like, you know, being stupid. You know. But that's awesome. And so,
1: you know, that was the first time. So, right. what about the second time? Tell us about that.
2: Well, the second time I actually had some other witnesses, not people that I could speak to or anything like that. So this was during my wrestling time. Uh, I was driving back from San Antonio to uh, Austin, and
0: I what was, year? Uh,
2: I want to say around two thousand and two. Hmm. Well,
1: okay. We just, we just want to also let the audience know that's listening is that. This is the day and age before the drone
0: thing. Yeah, there were no crazy. drones. Yeah, make sure because no. yeah. people will be like, "That was a drone." They yeah, always no, do like, that. Yeah,
2: like I said, that this this was the first experience was probably around ninety ninety five, ninety six. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, ninety six, ninety seven. Because I was transitioning from Howard Payne to Texas State, um, and I was considering playing some baseball along with my football, which is the re- whole reason that Jeff and I were out there, uh, you know, hitting balls and pitching and so on and so forth. Um, the second one, like I said, was in my wrestling time. So it was probably around 2002. Um, I was driving from San Antonio, Texas back to Austin. I was somewhere around the new Brom between new Braunfels and San Marcos, Texas. And I remember specifically, and this was one of those kind of, I I guess, I don't know if you want to call it classic. It was a V shaped, uh, set of lights. There was a center front light, and then there were two lights behind it in kind of that V shape. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was one of those things where I'm driving along, like I said, 35 north towards Austin um, and I could see it off to my left. And it was one of those things where I'm watching it and, it, you know, I couldn't see any physical shapes around it. You know, there wasn't like a, a, a ship or anything that I could see <coughs> connected to the lights. I could only see the lights. I could see the front center light and then the two other lights kind of like a V pattern, like geese fly or something like that. Um, and it was one of those things. So I'm I'm watching it, and as I'm driving, it, it's moving, but it's not going fast. It just looks like it's just kind of cruising at a very very slow pace. And uh, it wasn't very high in the sky. You know, we're talking about this other one, the first one, and how high, and it looked extremely high. This one did not look high, and it looked probably from my vantage point, maybe, I don't know, maybe a mile or so away just in the sky. And I wouldn't say it was very high, maybe a thousand feet in the sky or something like that, not even that high. And, uh, maybe even lower than that. I don't know, just from the distance it was at anyway. So I'm watching it. And again, it's moving the same direction I am, but it's off to my left. And as the highway kind of continued on and curved, I I just kind of went away from it. But at one point, I remember because I'm like on my steering wheel and I'm kind of leaning forward and looking at it, watching it, trying to figure out what the heck I'm looking at. And I looked around at other vehicles and other people were doing the exact same thing. So this wasn't just me by myself seeing it. There were other people on the highway that I noticed were watching the same thing. And then just, you know, again, 2002, before everybody had camera phones and stuff like that, I I might have had a cell phone, but it wasn't one of those where you could just whip it out and take a picture of anything or anything like that.
1: The flip ones. Yeah. It was just regular old flip phones.
2: Yeah. Um, And so I was just driving along until it kind of, like I said, uh, the, the way the highway Wound and drove. It just kind of stayed in its steady path, and we kind of went away from it, so I couldn't see anymore. Like I passed it going towards Austin, and but I did see other people looking off to their left, looking at the same thing.
1: Wow, that's amazing. You know, because Stephenville had a big freaking, you know, they had a big UFO flap flap back in uh, January of two thousand and eight okay and i mean it it, they put it on all the you know all the ufo paranormal tv specials because you know around 2008 2009 you started getting a big influx of you know monster quest was doing that stuff on tv with all the you know the cryptid creatures and then of course the ufo bunch was doing their same thing on ufos and everything else and you know i personally think and this is just my personal opinion i think we have a lot a lot of ufo activity in texas but i think just like like the other cryptids majority of texas is rural texas is so big a lot of people just don't say anything because they don't want to be ridiculed Ridiculed, or looked at like they're crazy
0: but it's a lot it's a lot a lot more open now there's that's why there's so many shows about it yeah and you know i think that, that that it's been opened up now and people are like they'll talk about it because Look at celebrity ghost stories. Yeah, that's true. That's I mean, the, they, you know, there's some freaky ones on there too. They had the Driscoll Hotel on there. Oh, wow. I think it was one of the Baldwin brothers that had some. Had uh, a had a, a yeah. I was in, one of one of the Baldwin's. There? Yeah, he had an incident there. And, and wow, when, when my wife first moved down here, we went on the ghost tour. You know, uh-huh. and she took a picture of a staircase staircase, mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of little weird looking balls of like with like orbs, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and one of them looked like it had a face in it. Oh, wow, that's interesting. That's I mean, really weird. And, you know, another thing, too, I've never told anybody this, and I'm going to post this on our Paranormal Roundtable uh, uh, group. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post a picture of it. Everybody's that I've spoken to has sent me, you know, messages over the years, but I haven't spoken about it on any, any sort of media or anything like that. But I have a picture of a ghost uh, that someone took a picture of me at the club that I used to work at. Back in the day, back when Lance and me were working at those clubs, Somebody took a picture of me and it was a Christmas Eve and I'm sitting there just kind of smiling and then, but there's a mirror and you can see in the mirror, like, like in behind me, it's not the person that took the picture. The person who took the picture was wearing a blue shirt. Right. And it was a, uh, I'm not a blue shirt, I'm sorry, a black uh, polo shirt. hmm And they took a picture of me and in, in behind me in that mirror, you can see what looks like like a barmaid, like a, like she had the puffy sleeves, like the big sleeves they have, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I've I've had that picture for years, and I've always been like, "What is that?" Like you know, um, all those clubs are, are old down there, and they're all haunted. You know, they've got some. Th- I'm
1: fairly certain they got some type of paranormal activity. Yeah, you know that goes on around there because just like you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum on many. You know, and mentioned it many times in our show that those those buildings are old. Yeah, very they're old. Very some old. of them are historical landmarks yeah, too. Yeah, they are definitely old, and yeah. you know the crazy stuff like that. And you know, the more I think about your you were in route, you know, running from San Antonio back up to Austin there, Lance, and and, and you know the New Bronze the New Bronzeville San Marcos area. You know, if you just look at a map and you you look to the west, you know, the Devil's Backbone is not way not
0: too far. Oh yeah, off it's from not there, far. You know? If he's in between there, it's not far from the Backbone. You know, and that's one thing though about the backbone. I don't have a lot of UFO stories out of there. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of weird cryptid stories. You know, creatures, Ghosts Bigfoot, stuff, uh, yeah. these werewolf-looking creatures. Oh, uh, but n- nothing, uh, no, no UFOs. UFOs yeah, no. nothing
1: like that. You know, and yeah. it, it's 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 crazy. I mean, when you were looking at this, Lance, yeah. you said it was just kind of looked like it was just kind of cruising along, not really. Yeah. You know, not not i guess kind of the way you know you you would you, you're familiar with where i grew up in Brownwood, right. texas right you're familiar with the drag right right yep. <laughs> you oh, know, everybody yeah. would cruise the drag right way too often yeah <laughs> you know everybody cruised the drag so you know i'm you know was it that kind of cruising just kind of it looked like it was just moving yeah. along wow that's
2: yeah and, that, and like i said there was no no discernible ship around it or anything like that it right. was just the five lights the, the center light the two behind it in the v-shape pattern um, again, and I've been flying for a really long time and I know the difference between, you know, And I've seen planes mm-hmm. who are, you know, when they're coming in and they're trying to land or anything like that, they look like they're just barely moving along, but a plane and the lights on a plane are very small and very different. And like I said, this was just five lights and the lights were the only thing. They weren't small lights either. They were fairly large orbs or lights or whatever they were. Um, and again, I saw other people watching. I never saw anything on the news. It wasn't, you know, a, a, a hugely reported thing. And again, this is before, you know, twitter and anything like that yeah. so you know it's not immediately being tweeted and put out there and everybody's talking about it or anything like that so you know i never heard a- another thing about it i didn't hear any of my friends or whatnot like i said i just saw other people watching the same thing and like as the highway moves and turns you know it just kind of went away from it and we thought we were driving faster than it, it was cruising
1: oh wow you know yeah. because the when you look on you know you, folks can get out there and look up on the internet and, you know, look up the Phoenix lights and a lot of those, a lot of those folks out there that witnessed the quote unquote Phoenix lights that um, the, the, the mainstream media and everybody else and all quote unquote official channels, you know, and official sources were saying it was nothing but flares and all this other stuff. You know, there's a lot of those witnesses that saw them firsthand and watched them for a long time. They were pretty much reporting a light pattern, you know, just like what you described. Yeah, very similar. Yeah and yeah
2: i mean and i've seen that too on different shows but it was always like seven lights a lot more like this was just five it was the center main center one and then the two behind it so it wasn't like a, a set of seven lights or anything like that and it was just right. those five lights it was crazy you know well
1: i would i would be you know i would be willing to to speculate that you know what you saw as far as the ship that 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 unidentified craft was not a real big one so to speak you know nothing i guess you could say like a mothership or something you know i would venture to say it was that that would be something along the lines maybe a a scout vehicle so Well, I, I, th- yeah. I
0: think what they were doing was they they wanted to duck lance and his buddies right because they wanted physical specimens but they had everybody else around so they're like oh shoot we can't do it so just...
2: <laughs> well you know i just just quick story my Bobby Lambert the guy who was with me in the in the my werewolf story. Mm-hmm. Again, he's been a lot of seen a lot of creatures and all that stuff. He's got a a great story and I'll just tell it real quickly. He's got a lost a lost time story.
1: Oh, I okay. got yeah, this ooh, one. This okay. is interesting.
2: So, and, and it, this all came out because we started from that experience, we started talking about all kinds of stuff like that. Like I was telling my UFO stuff and he's telling me this. So basically, when he was younger, um, like him and his friends would go hang out in the high, high school parking lot. But he had to be home at 11 p.m. That was his dad's like, be home at 11 p.m., boy, or I'll whoop your ass. Excuse my language. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he knew that. And they, they, were Him and his friend were just out in the parking lot and just doing whatever, maybe drinking a couple beers. I don't remember what he said they were doing. But anyway, he's like, I got to go home. So he decides to head home. And he said he's driving home. And he gets to a set of rail tracks that are near his house. And uh, his car stalled, his truck stalled. And so he got out, he opened up the hood, he jimmied the wires on the uh, the battery and everything, and everything seemed okay. He got back in, turned right back on, and he drove on home. And he gets into the house, and his dad starts yelling, he's like, boy, where have you been? What are you thinking? You know you're supposed to be home at 11 p.m. And he's like, Dad, I I know I'm coming home. I was trying to get home at 11. The truck stalled. You know, I'm sorry if I was a little bit late. And he goes, what do you mean a little bit late? It's 2:30 in the morning.
1: Holy Jesus.
2: And he goes, what? And he goes, how is that possible? And he goes, I don't know. You're the one that was out partying, doing whatever you're doing. And he's like, no, dad. And he's like trying to, he's arguing with his dad. And he said, literally, he's like, dad, I stopped my truck stalled. I got out. I checked the battery nothing seemed wrong i got back in the truck it started back up and i drove home and i left the high school at, you know at ten thirty or something like that when it took him 30 minutes to get home thinking he'd be home by 11 o'clock mm-hmm. and it was two thirty in the morning and his friend didn't come back to school for another week <clears throat> and then when his friend finally got back they just i guess he said they didn't ever talk about it and it went until like the end of the semester and he finally brought it up he's like hey man did he you remember that night we were all together uh At the high school, and he's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "When you drove home, did anything weird happen to you?" And he goes, "Why?" And he goes, "Well, I mean, I, he's like, and he tells his side of the story. He's like, I lost time. I don't know what happened. I stopped at the the tracks. My truck died. I checked it; it was fine. I got home thinking I was getting home by 11 or a little after. My dad's mad at me because it was 2:30 in the morning." And the kids like he's basically said the same exact same thing happened to him, and it scared him so bad he didn't want to go back to school, and he didn't for like a whole week. And then again, they didn't talk about it for the rest of the semester until they finally like were like, "What the heck, man?
0: Oh, that's, that's that's freaky, yeah, man. That that yeah. sounds like an abduction almost, yeah. Yeah, I that's know. Exactly. That's, that's what he said. That's classic said,
1: abduction what? scenario right there.
2: Uh, I told him I was like, Bobby, did you have a good time when you got abducted? He's like, I
0: don't know. <laughs> oh
1: man. That's nuts. I mean, <laughs> you, you your truck stalls and you think, okay, let me get out and see what's going on. You go check it and then you drive back to the house right. and it's, you know, almost three hours later, you know, yeah. four hours later. Wow. That, that would be, I, I would definitely, I would definitely be freaking out a bit. That's for dang yeah.
2: sure.
1: Yeah. That's just, I mean, but everything you just said sounds like a classic abduction scenario. You Yeah. Know, you should, you know, you should, he should, you know, your your friend should think about, you know, maybe looking at hypnosis to see if he can recover the the memories.
2: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know if he's ever done it or if he really even wants to. You know, it's one of those nerves.
1: Yeah, that, and that's understandable too, because, you know, Wolf had a uh, a woman, you know, and he's talked about it on another show that. Another episode about this woman
0: that used to he used to we, work with. We haven't released that episode yet. Oh, really? Let's... No, no, no. We 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 did we did cover it a little bit. Yeah, um, that's the one on I'm talking uh, about. on BDRP. Was it BDRP? I think so. Yeah, we or maybe yeah, I think it was BDRP or maybe one of one of his fringe or one of those shows. We've done so many. We've man. done a I lot of shows. So many, I mean, but like we were on somebody else's shows and we but we haven't released that episode yet. So right. thanks for giving it away, Sal.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey that's that's a little taste, everybody. God. That woman. She had experience. She
0: did. She did. She And it was me and Scorpion that yeah. were working with her. And he, uh, and of course, Lance, you worked, you, know, you knew all these guys from way back on 6th Street, uh, Scorp- right. Scorpion, Diablo. Sc- Scorpion was, was working with me at Vignette, and he... You know, was he? He was witness to some of the things she would say about this. You know, we worked with her for like a month or two before she ever even opened up about it, and it was because I think it was Scorpion opened his big mouth about something happening to me, and then <laughs> telling your your yeah, I don't your, remember exactly, your, your how, but but I remember incident. her telling me yeah yeah my my werewolf incident, but uh-huh. then I remember her telling us all this stuff about being an abductee for years, and of course I had an ex girlfriend who had some sort of metal BB thing that see claims claims came out of her nose and she had missing time up in Pennsylvania when she was a kid. That's nuts,
1: man. So anything else, Lance, what else you got?
2: Well, uh, you guys are, like I said, I've never experienced it personally as far as ghosts are concerned, but, uh, the new Japan dojo, the do, the, the company that I work with, it's a company that's been around for 50 years. um, they had a dojo they have a new one now it's actually in the same spot and everything like that. Uh, but it's, a, they completely tore down the old facility and built up a whole new dormitory and everything like that. But the old one was there for like 40 years, something like that. And you know, they've had so many different people and wrestlers and wrestlers have died in training and stuff Holy like that in this, f- in God. this dojo facility. And, what city, what city was uh, In Tokyo, in Tokyo, Tokyo. Wow. Um, and uh, the daughter of the uh, of Inoki, the guy who started New Japan, yeah, like I said, nearly Inoki. fifty years ago, yeah. his daughter, one of his daughters, died, and I think she died in the dojo. Mm. Oh, so supposedly, supposedly, um again, I never experienced this because I only stayed in the dojo one time. Um, I I got asked to stay in the dojo for like a week, and you know everybody's like, oh, watch out for the ghost man, they're in there, and blah blah blah, and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, I've never dealt with this and stuff, and again, I never experienced it but other wrestlers that lived in the dojo on a more consistent basis have stories different stories from like waking up and looking in the hallway and seeing somebody and then turning on the lights and there's nobody there um and then the the craziest story and i'll I'll leave his name out of it because i don't know if he wants it mentioned even though he's not even in the u.s Um, he was living in the dojo and he said one day he he was sleeping and he heard what he thought was a child like making noises like a child just randomly making noises and he was just laying there and he's like I'm hearing a child but I don't know why and so he just laid there for a little bit and then he decided to look around the room and he didn't really see anything but he could still hear the noises and, and then he just kind of looked down off his bed and a girl stuck her head out from underneath his bed uh, oh, okay. and just kind of looked at him Said she didn't have any eyes but he could tell oh. that it was a girl and then he, he said, he, he's like, I saw her. She didn't really do anything. She was just looking at me, and I laid back down. And I was like, I wasn't going to move or look again. <laughs> but he said he kept hearing the noises until he went back to sleep, like this like a child just playing and making noises. But, yeah, he said he just kind of looked over the edge of the bed, and there was this girl with her head popped out from underneath his bed, like, hey, how you doing? But, you know, she didn't say anything. She didn't do anything, and then he just laid back down. Hearing the noises, still, but never looking back again.
0: That's
1: that's really creepy. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of a? Uh, and that's whole... supposed to
2: be the daughter of Enoki. That's the whole. Oh one.
0: man, that's nuts. How old was she when she pat when she died?
2: Uh, I want to say twelve or thirteen. I don't know for uh, sure.
0: So she was like she was young. She yeah, she was a young kid, and that's yeah. horrible. And, uh, it's
1: You know, I'm thinking about this whole thing. You know, you just described this child. This mm-hmm. entity that looked like a mm-hmm. child and had no eyes, so obviously it was like black orbs there. I guess so, yeah. Oh, wow, that's or just holes like yeah uh, yeah. yeah. Hollow eyes. Like It we... reminds me of that black eyed kid phenomena that that mm-hmm. people talk about. And of course And we
0: covered one of those. Yeah. And then, we... and then we have a friend, Loki, that hadn't come on the show yet, but he's he's seen one or had an encounter with those. And then there was a, the one out of Taylor, a friend I used to box with you know that that had gone and saw the thing walking down the road with the black dogs with oh, the, yeah, with yeah. the cadejos that were with him mhm and it had hollowed out eyes wow that's that's, that's a that's a recurring theme cuz remember when we were talking about the la chusa thing from mexico the lady yeah, the that were, the, the thing tried that. to grab her yeah um tried to lift her up and in t- her jacket she came off so that's how she fell mm-hmm. and then it attacked the vehicle that's just uh, freaky and, and it had no eyes like it was black hollowed out eyes that's oh, my God. God. That's, that is so freaky. Can you imagine looking under the bed? And yeah. <laughs> you know, oh like
2: my God, yeah he yeah. He, he was like, I looked, I saw her, and I just went, nope. And he laid back down. And <laughs> oh. I don't
0: blame him. Don't How blame could him. you go to sleep after that? I would have been like freaking. I would have jumped up and ran.
2: He's a big Tongan dude. Maybe he just wasn't afraid.
0: <laughs> big, uh, to, no, Tongans. Let me tell you something. People don't know. Tongans are Pacific Islanders. Yeah, I got no scrape with a couple of them. Uh, there's a funny story when I was at the club. Yeah. And I was fighting. There was three of them, and we. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into the whole. But the long story short, listen to this, uh, Lance. We get outside, mm-hmm. and and th- they had us all. The police had us all out there, you know, because we got in a big fight. Mm-hmm. And they were the the one guy was like, he hit my sister, and I'm going like, what? And and there was this one that had like a flannel shirt on. And it was a female. And I didn't even know it. And she hit, she knocked the crap out of me, <laughs> it hit me harder than the two guys did. I I, got, I gave them the the works, you know. But she co- she cold cocked me, got a good clean shot on me, and I thought, man, that guy hit hard. You know, how to get outside and it's a female. Yeah. <laughs> big old big old chick, man. I mean, they're big people, they're dude. Just,
1: they're, yeah. The the smallest Polynesian, you know. Well, I I had a lot of got you know a lot of friends that are Samoan and you know Polynesian people. The smallest Samoan I've ever met was my size. You know, yeah. I mean, you're, you're six you're foot. Fr- six foot. You know, on my best day, I, you know, I was creeping around six one. But now I tell everybody <laughs> I'm six foot and shrinking. But you know, I weigh about two sixty. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're a guy.
0: broad guy though. You're big. Yeah, that's the smallest
1: Samoan I ever met was my.
0: But size. Tongans are like they're even bigger, dude. In my opinion, ones I've met. Yeah, I mean, they're like no. The average
1: mind, the man. average Samoan I ever met came across in the military was easily 6364 that yeah. was the average you know, just big guys. It just that's the
0: Pacific just, Islanders are big people. Yeah, that's just that's yeah. It's in their genetics. So he was now. just like, man, I seen this girl and just went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. What I else have... can you do? I I would have jumped up and ran out of there because I get I'm high strung and I'd have freaked out and walked. Well, you everybody just throw up. the cover over your head and say I didn't oh, see that, man. I didn't see it. <laughs> so Lance, you don't you wow. you you yourself though you never personally had any ghost stories like nothing like no,
2: that. No, I never had any no 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 ghost experiences myself. No.
0: Wow,
1: that's that's. You know, I, I, I've never had any ghost or ghost stuff that that I can say, you know, happened to me. So you know, I, I'm with you, Lance. But I I, I don't discount it this because there's so much weirdness in this world, too many things out there that people like to they like to throw it to the wayside and say, no, nah, no, nah, poo-poo on that, right? You know? Because cognitive dissonance is a phenomena, and and people do not like to get out of their comfort zone. And having to acknowledge something of that effect, i.e., such as, your, you know, your your, your holy schnike moment when you were driving, you know, and then the two UFO moments, you know, that for a lot of people, that's that, you know, that's mind blowing. That just completely blows that stuff out of the water, you know. Yeah, and I mean,
2: it, the, for me, the UFO stuff was cool because it was just kind of like, oh, man, that's really cool. I never thought I would see or experience that. And I absolutely believe in in life outside of our planet and all that stuff uh the werewolf thing like i I've never been afraid of vampires and you know movies or zombies and movies or anything like that, but werewolves freaked me out and and I've always said, you know people, what would you rather be a werewolf or a vampires like werewolf absolutely those suckers are badass
0: yeah uh, so, but
2: but for me it's like that that cool fear, so when I saw whatever I saw, it freaked me out and kind of like holy crap
1: moment yeah you know i i have to agree with you on that part if if you have to be one or the other i definitely go for the the werewolf it's just you know (laughs) the cool factor but you know i've never had any real paranormal anything like that but speaking with wolf and all the time i've known him and talked to everybody about the house he used to live in we we got an episode out there about his about yeah you've interviewed the the people yeah, I've talked to a lot of them, and you know, one of them being Scorp, Scorp and then Diablo, and they they experienced them right, you know, experienced all that stuff right there. And, with you, Wolf. and you've
0: talked to Squid and and, yeah. and Loki, even though they haven't been on the show yet. Yeah, they, it, they told you, Chief. He's right. been on the show. He's and the biggest
1: indicator, just you know, some people would say, oh, you know, some people are probably thinking, poo poo, you know, they're probably in on this whole charade or something right i i really to be honest when i spoke with squid the first time and you mentioned that house and everything else i really didn't grasp onto his story i watched his facial expressions and the second that wolf said you know you remember the house and all the stuff squid got this look on his face like f that Forget that business. No. You know, yeah. he was. it was one of those genuine looks on his face like, uh-uh. That's, well, he that's... told me that
0: he had been listening to the show and he heard everybody's interviews and he said it brought back a lot of memories. Taz said the same thing. Yeah. It, I mean, it, and these were all big, big tough guys, bouncers yeah. downtown, you know, mm-hmm. Squid was a seal. You know, these guys yeah. aren't cowards. Yeah. But it scared them. There was a lot of weird stuff yeah. that went on there. You know, these shadows moving by themselves and whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. How do you explain it? I, you can't.
1: Yeah. And, and But to me, like I said, just to close it out, I looked at their face that that's that said it all to me so after that you know i listened to what they had to say and it was just freaky
0: well you being a combat veteran obviously you've seen you know that look when somebody's you know yeah. they've been through the ringer you know you get the thousand yard stairs they call it you know and mm-hmm. i can tell you right now i mean like I, I know a lot of really really tough uh guys you included lance big big strong tough guys but when you see something like that wolf type creature, it changes you, dude. I mean, you, you you'll, you'll you'll never think of things
1: the same. I you'll mean, be yeah. I'm I've never had anything like that, but I'm, I'll be the first one to bet a month's paycheck, a <laughs> hundred bucks. Well, like we've said before, <laughs> your
0: month's paycheck is not gonna. I know.
1: Well, a hundred bucks. You know, I'll bet a bet hundred bucks that that that. You know, if I had an encounter like that, I would be humbled. I'd probably, you know, urinate myself.
0: <laughs> Lance, yeah. let me ask you a question though. Go, switching gears a little bit here. All right, okay. You as a wrestler, okay, man, what you guys go through? Like, I mean, it's just unreal. Like, I mean, it's like like all the pain you have to endure and all the the training and the like, training and all that. I mean, how right. do you how do you like? It's just like how do you manage that?
2: You know, I, I think it's just. It, in working through pain is a huge factor in all that because you're, you're always going to have bumps and bruises. You know, I, I think there's a misconception about professional wrestling and the reality of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, without giving anything, anything away, uh, what I do in the best description I can give is that it, it's kind of a, it's an impromptu stunt act. Um, and, and the stunts are very real. I'm I'm six foot seven, and if I pick somebody up over my head and I throw them on the ground, you know, I'm not putting them in a pool. I'm not throwing them on the Jello. You know, <laughs> it's it's not a Tempur-Pedic, you know, mattress that they're falling on. You know, this is 2 by 12 planks of wood stretched across a steel frame uh, and steel you know, ribbing and you know those things like that so you know we're constantly taking a pounding and you know the travel like you know I go to Japan you know it's it's two flights over to Japan from here to LA or somewhere and then from LA all the way over to Japan and I have jet lag and I have you know, just, I arrived the day before and then the next day I start, I'm going on tour, um, June 12th. I'll leave here on the 12th. I'll arrive in Tokyo on the 13th and we have four shows in a row, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, uh, and 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th. Then we have one day off, then we have three shows on, then we have one day off then we have three shows on and then I'll fly all the way back home.
1: That's um, a lot of ground know. and pound going on.
2: Wow. there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and so you just try to maintain some semblance of a good diet you, you try to get to the gym and train as much as you can you know to keep your body as physically fit as you can because the more physically fit you are it's going to protect your body when you're in there doing all this you know, pounding and grinding and you know running and gunning and all the things that we do and you know it's just trying to stay on top of everything because if you start to let yourself go in any way this business which is not nice
1: it, it will it eat will, you up
2: huh? it will eat you up and spit you out and move on to the next guy mm-hmm. and especially for me you were talking about age and whatnot and i'm 42 uh, i'm not a spring chicken in in the wrestling world at all but at the same time i've tried to maintain a, a physical presence that has kept me in the game at a high level for a very long time and i've done a good job at doing that um you know i had a back surgery about two years ago in japan wow And it took me, you know, seven or eight months in recovery. And it was just really, really paying attention during my recovery as to what I was supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do in helping myself get myself back into the ring and it was one of those things was it could have been a career ending thing but i really took care of myself i researched a lot of the the good things and the bad things of, as far as the recovery is concerned uh, and, and strengthened my body and got myself prepared and i'm back in it and doing it you know pretty well now so it, it's just it's staying on top of things and maintaining things and you know trying to find the best paths and as you age things change you know you can't do the same stuff you did when you were 25 anymore so you have to adjust and adapt both uh, inside the ring and outside the ring so it's it's just it's a Constant change, to constant adaptation, and it's constant training at all times.
1: Boy, ain't that the truth? About you can't do what you were doing at twenty five.
0: I think that you—that's no. a testament to your intelligence, too. Though Lance, as long as I've known you, you've always been a very smart guy, and you know. That's what, that's what I
2: tell people anyway. It's a lie, but it's cool.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, it is true. I mean, you were always a pretty, you were pretty clever and smart guy. And so (laughs) I think that you, uh, that's what you did was like, you know, you, you were, there's always, uh, you know, there's more to the brain, less to the boot. I mean, Mm -hmm. the body does what the brain tells it, you know? And I think that you've been able to master that and being six foot seven and being as big as you are, that's a, that's a presence right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, Oh yeah. And, and, And when you think of, you know, you think a guys your height you've got
1: to you've gotta take care of yourself just because you know the way the human body is right now oh, six yeah. foot tall, you know they think that's great you're you're perfect, but when you get to six seven people start talking about knee problems you know you hear basketball players, knee problems right. and all that other stuff so when you you know when you're as tall as you are, yeah you you played it smart you definitely worked smarter and not harder you yeah. got yourself back just right Trying, yeah <laughs> well that, that that's a lot that says a lot just due to the fact that you researched what to do what not to do in order to get yourself back in shape that says a lot
0: yeah that well, says you no know, you have to you have to if you're going to keep up the uh you know whatever I keep mean, up you know, the act i mean and that's got not... to man it's it's and then people don't real like 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 people they say oh wrestling's not you know whatever throwing somebody down on like i've seen people like getting that's as thrown into chairs and that's getting on as the. Real it, 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 that's real gets. i mean those people are getting hit with real stuff right. and they're getting thrown and getting hit whether or not it's staged or it's it's impro- improvised or whatever people are still getting bru- you know brutally hit and other things are happening you know i mean it's not a I have a couple other friends who do the, the the wrestling thing, you know, the amateur or whatever. But the, here in Austin, and I explain it to my kids like this. I'd tell I've seen them, them do it, and it's yeah. I'd, I'd explain
1: wrestling to my kids like this because they, you know, my two oldest boys had want to wrestle when they were younger and all this stuff. You know, wrestling around the house, jumping off the, you know, the jumping off the the dresser onto the is bed. Is this when you
0: when you broke the cinder block on one of them's head? No, no I'm just That's kidding.
1: The- <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell them they. would they come up and say, "Dad, wrestling is fake." That's what my friends told me. I said, "No, I said those guys are getting beat up there. They know how to take a hit. They know how to take a fall. They so that way they don't bust themselves up because they got to perform." I said, "Those yeah. are stunts. They're like the stuntmen. They are taking a beating."
0: They and just it's pretty to amazing too. Yeah. Some of the things like like if you see somebody Lance's size get up on the on the ropes or something and do so. You know, it's pretty. I've seen Acobatic. you wrestle once or twice. Uh, I remember, you know, back when we had corresponded before uh, a few years ago, and you had so- told me, "Hey, check me out. I'm going to be on TNA." So, my- me and my nephew, who's actually the sound guy who's listening right now, we watched you uh, that night, and you know, it was you and another big guy. And I just remember thinking, "Man, like, you know, you guys take some punishment." Yeah impressive <laughs> yes it is because
2: it's, it's either impressive or really dumb one of the two i'm not sure yet <laughs> well, I'll figure i'll figure that out when i have to retire
0: the paycheck is though that, that that'll tell you how impressive it is you know yeah, People yeah i mean see it. it's, it's
2: like i said it's it's taking care of me and, and god's blessed me big time man god's taking oh, care absolutely. of me in more ways than i deserve that's for
0: sure absolutely that's it blessed awesome, us all man. we all are, are blessed Everybody that you know has is blessed to even be, and we're not living somewhere where we're, yeah. It's just there's a lot of things to be thankful for, you know. And we could be in worse places. We could be in worse places. I've been in some of those places, and I'm I'm back here, and I'm thanking God every day that I'm I'm alive Amen. and I'm I'm okay, you know, not but starving to death, and and got a. Roof we're not over in North guys.
1: Korea. There you go. That's exactly right. what we're I the was only talking fat about. person is the leader. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Lance, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, you you want to plug uh, let, let let them know where they can find you, where they can reach you on social media?
2: Sure, absolutely, man. You know, um, I keep everything pretty simple. It's under my real name, Lance Hoyt, so Twitter's at Lance Hoyt. Uh, in, Instagram is at Lance underscore Hoyt, and Facebook is Lance Hoyt. There's a fan site, Lance Hoyt the American Psycho. Um, But those are my only two Facebook pages, and those are the three main ones that I use. You know, hit me up. Check me out. Um, Like I said, if you're in the Texas area, July 6th, we have a huge show with New Japan Pro Wrestling at the American Airlines Center, and I hope you guys can make it out.
1: There you go, folks, for all the wrestling fans. There's your venue. Get out there and check it out. Enjoy yourself. So, Wolf, before we do call it a night completely, and thank you, Lance, for being with us, you know, let's go ahead and plug the, the emails again real quick just to give everybody that you Know, get it back in their mind so that way as soon as they think of their story that they got, they know where to send it. Um, you can just throw those in the trash, we don't want
0: them. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Seriously, it's dotswolfman Wolfman 88, uh, Doss Wolfman 88 at gmail.com and Wolf, Wolf and Sal, Sal at Gmail. gmail.com. There you go. We synchronize that.
1: Hey, that's good. Don't
0: forget to like.
1: Subscribe, leave us a comment. Do the same for uh, Lance. Hey, yeah,
0: absolutely. Give, him, give, him, him, give him, 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 him. him some, show him some show love. Him this some guy's love. been in business a long time and he's good Good at what he does. And uh, let me tell you something if you people don't start telling your friends to like and subscribe and putting them in chokeholds and throwing them around like Lance does his opponents, we're going to be, <laughs> we're going to send Lance after you. <laughs> hey, as long as you're paying me, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> me and Lance, <laughs> hey, me, me and you knocking on somebody's door, that'd be a pretty impressive decision, you know. I got the fist, you got the body slams, dude. Let's do it. We can do this. We can make lots of money. All right. Awesome. All right. So anyway, Lance, it was good talking to you. Good seeing you again or or hearing you again. And, you know, just brings back memories of the old days and you know, and uh you're an awesome dude, man. I hope everybody Thanks, man. I follows you and your career continues to, 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 to be well and good luck in your with your career. And many blessings from much. the good Lord. Too, yeah, brother. and yeah, thank goodness that. you didn't hit that werewolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, or
2: mash, maybe I should have, I'd have been famous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you get out and then you could, like, sit take <laughs> pictures with it, but then they'd be like, that's fake. Yeah. You <laughs> or, or, or you'd have
1: certain men in certain suits with black sunglasses. Yeah, then for- that's
0: another thing that you might not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways... Wherever you're from, wherever you're at, whatever galaxy you're listening from, good night.
1: Y'all have a good